Welcome to Stories of Hope, brought to you by our friends at Hope 150. Stories of Hope features testimonies from around our country of the many ways God has given beauty for ashes and peace for despair. Tell us your story. Stories of Hope at Hope150.ca. Welcome once again to the program. I have with me Elizabeth Anderson, and she's the author of a book called Being Mentally Healthy in Spite of Mental Illness. Welcome to the program today. Thank you. I'm really curious about the title of the book. Could you share your story? When you talk about um, being mentally healthy in spite of mental illness, have you battled mental illness? Yes, I have three diagnoses, anxiety, depression, and schizophrenia. I was diagnosed in 1995 after two years of suffering without anyone knowing I had a mental illness. And my best friend from childhood looked me up and saved the day. She actually came to my house and took she from out of town and she lived in Fort McMurray and God told her to find me and nagged her until she came down to Calgary. And she looked at me up through my mom and uh, came to my house and took one look at me and knew I was psychotic. She had psychosis in her family and knew the symptoms. So she didn't tell me. She waited until four hours until Wade came home from work. And then she told Wade to take me to the hospital. And Wade is... Your husband? Yes. So what happened at that point? You were diagnosed. Where did the Lord take you in the journey after that? So I was, my faith was pretty shaky. I, I felt forsaken before I got diagnosed. I actually cried myself to sleep one day and said, like, this is never going to get resolved. And I repented for anything I could think of and really tried to bargain with God, really. And... I just thought it would never get resolved. And then Deanna showed up and she sent me a card, one of the very few cards I got during my hospitalization. And uh, it said, people aren't necessarily doing what you need, but let them know what you need so they can help you. And so that was a really good message. And I got into university after five years of recovery from initial recovery from schizophrenia. And about halfway through my degree, my mom went into a coma, and she was going to die. They ta- stopped feeding her. Her her doctor was on holidays, and uh, she'd been in a coma for 11 days. And her doctor came back and changed her medication around. And also what happened is my friend came to pray with my mom, and she said, can you sit up and talk to Elizabeth the next time you see her, God willing, amen. And my faith was at an all-time low. I didn't think it would work. Like, I, di- I didn't expect any result. And then the next day, my mom woke up from a coma hmm. the next time she saw me. And it was a huge answer to prayer, a huge... We, My mom and I had a conflicted relationship, and it was a chance to fix it again. And God redeemed my relationship with my mom. He fixed my marriage to my husband um, my husband stayed with me even though I have th- three diagnoses. Uh, he was thinking of leaving and he remembered his wedding vows and he's a stand-up guy and he stayed with me and we've been married 24 years. Elizabeth, is this something that you grew into in terms of the mental illness or looking back as a child, way before marriage, were you battling these illnesses? Yeah, so my mom had a big disappointment in her life. She was denied a scholarship to get her uh, master's in special education. She taught her students to read, and she thought that that was a worthy, worthy of a thesis. And she applied for a scholarship 
and she was denied. They she had the best marks, but they picked a younger teacher, and she was fifty three, and she felt old, and she gave up. She started drinking drinking really heavily, so I uh, didn't know what to do. I ended up suicidal. That was when I was thirteen. By fifteen, I was suicidal and depressed. I went into hospital, and the hospital couldn't identify the addiction. It was a secret in our family, so they didn't really realize that that was what was going on. So they released me with a contract that said, please don't bug her about homework that we all signed. And so I battled my depression on my own. There was no medication at that time. It was 1979. And uh, I was basically left untreated. I think they didn't want to label me. So I didn't get a label until I was 30 in hospital after my marriage. And getting a label, did that bring relief just knowing? You know, it was so disconcerting, the whole thing. Um, It wasn't really a relief for me. It was a shock. I didn't know I was sick. So I had tried different courses. I had tried different counseling. I had tried different things to try to get better. And I had some success. I was, when I met Wade, uh, I thought I had my depression beat. And uh, I was so happy and we were deliriously happy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought we, I had it beat. So I never, never occurred to me that it would come back. And then... You began speaking, you began to, as you, as you found your, your mental health, tell us about the story about how Jesus Christ became your greatest hope and a hope that you hold on to even today. So when I wrote my book, I wanted to put in a few things about my faith, and I let a few people read it, and they were good Christian, well-meaning people, and they told me that if I put God in my book that nobody would book me as a speaker that if I wanted to be a speaker, I shouldn't put God in my book. So I thought, I talked to my editor, who also has a deep faith, and uh, she said, it's your decision, it's your book. So I thought deeply about it, and I thought, it's kind of like, the way I put it in the book is it's kind of like having a recipe for success, which I have in the book, and it's not including the ingredient, that, like the baking powder in a cake recipe, the, the ingredient that makes all the other ingredients work together. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I had to include God. And he has blessed my socks off. Hmm. Um, I'm an international speaker. I've won the Lieutenant Governor's Circle on Mental Health and Addiction's True Grit Award from the, from Donald Ethel. I've spoken in Chicago. I've spoken at the World Congress of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry that was in Calgary. My relationship with my husband has re- been redeemed. We've been married 24 years. My mom and I solved our relationship, which is why I wrote the book. It's kind of about her and our relationship and how God, in his mercy, healed our relationship six weeks before she died. I also have another book, The ABCs of Being Mentally Healthy, a coloring book, which is a recovery book. So it follows the alphabet, and uh, there's tips on being mentally healthy that follow the letter and then an image to color associated with the tip. Is that for kids or adult coloring? It's adults. Yep. But I found that I have a little friend who's 11, and she likes it too, so about 11 and up. Hey, I just wanted to thank you so much for coming in, Elizabeth, and uh, I'll mention your book once again. It's called Being Mentally Healthy in Spite of a Mental Illness. Is it available in local bookstores or online? Yeah, it's available on my website. It's available on Kindle, and it'll be available uh print-on-demand at any bookstore. Yeah, I would imagine there's a lot of people who'd like to get their hands on it because we're still not at a place where mental health, we're getting there with all of the publicity and with all of the campaign out there to help people be at more at ease about mental health. More people are being screened and tested, etc. Uh, but I still feel like we, there's still more room to, to move forward where people can 
just say, I need help in this area. And maybe your book can be part of their journey. That'd be great. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Stories of Hope on AM 700 The Light. Share your story with us. Stories of Hope at Hope150.ca.